Hello, and thank you for joining us for this episode of the Encouragement Podcast Series from Shepherd's Fold Ministries. My name is Brent Van Hook, and today you're going to hear the first of a two-part episode series in my interview with J.D. Walt. Let's go now to that interview. Hello and welcome to Shepherd's Fold Ministries. We're glad that you're with us for today's Encouragement Podcast. I'm Brent Van Hook, your host, as well as the director of Shepherd's Fold Ministries. You can learn more about us at shepherdsfoldministries.com. We want to bring encouragement to ministers, preachers, pastors, church staff, missionaries, and more of any denomination or independent church that's part of the Christian movement. Today, I have a very special guest, a good friend of mine, J.D. Walt. J.D., thank you for being our guest on today's episode. Uh, my pleasure. Well, we're glad that you're with us, J.D., and uh, you are the type of person who is an encourager and does so much for God's kingdom. Let's take a few moments now, and I'd like for you to tell us a little bit about yourself and the work that you do. Yeah, thank you, Brent. So um, I lead a ministry called Seedbed, and we are sowing for a great awakening. We, like probably everybody listening, has come to the convicted conclusion that things aren't going to gradually correct themselves mm-hmm. in the world and the culture in which we're living, that it will take a sustained awakening and not a passing revival, but a sort of sea, a sea change. And great awakenings, if you study them, they don't just fall out of the sky. Sometimes it looks in history like it's something just happened one day. It takes years of sowing for such an awakening. And then they tend to go on for decades and mm. they make lasting change in every sector of society. So that's our, that's our, that's our, that's our work is we're trying to gather and connect and resource the people of God to sow for a great awakening. We publish, we have a conference that we started about nine years ago called the new room conference, which has been a real encouragement to pastors and, and laity alike. Um, I write every day on the seedbed daily text, just, just about scripture. So yeah, we're, we've got our hands full like you, and um, we're just trying to do the next right good thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Amen. <clears throat> I always enjoy uh, hearing your insights. I, I think of sowing for a great awakening. You have given me some insights through the years regarding the concept of sowing that have stuck with me, how much I appreciate that. And so uh, we th- we're thankful for Seedbed. And listeners, I hope you'll take a look at the work that's being done there as God uh, is working and we are open to him about what he may do. Well, today, J.D., we're talking to uh, ministers of all forms and many places of ministry, and we want to directly combat the rising discouragement and even dropout rate among some ministers today. So with this encouragement podcast, I want to raise a few questions for you, and I'd like to get your insights. 
The first question I have for you is this. Why are ministers important? What comes to mind when I raise that question? Yeah, well, you know, I've, I've, I've led a, a retreat for pastors over the last six weeks. It's been Zoom-based. But my every morning, and, and I was on every single morning for 45 days in a row on Zoom with a bunch of pastors, and I would start off the day and I would say, Good morning, essential workers of the kingdom. Oh, what a good way to start the day. Yes. And pastors, you know, they have been beleaguered by this whole COVID-19 thing. Something as simple as mask wearing has become flashpoints of local church conflict and opening and closing. And pastors find themselves caught in the crossfire of all sorts of polarized and polarizing conflicts and they don't even really know who's who's still in their church and they're um seven out of ten pastors we saw a data point the other day seven out of ten pastors have actively or are actively looking for other work right is that now. right wow and so we just said, you know what, we've got to we've got to, to to do what we can to encourage the pastors we know because, you know, what's the saying? As goes the pastor, so goes the church. Mm-hmm. And you know, when when pastors, I, I think COVID nineteen has opened up a window of opportunity. For us, for now and the season ahead of us, but can we help pastors recover? We we called our retreat first love. It wasn't about like new forms of church or how to do this or that. It was just what you're talking about. How can we encourage pastors to return to their first love? Not that they've left, but they've just been beleaguered and. Um, so we worked through the text and we worked through the Philippians, the letter to the Philippians. And um, every morning we would open up our study. I'd say, okay, guys, let's get our compass out and let's get true north. And we just would recite Philippians 3, 10 and 11, which says, I want to know Christ, mm. the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of sharing in his sufferings becoming like him in his death, and so somehow attaining to the resurrection from the dead. Mm. And then we'd move into our text for the day, and we'd close out with that, with that passage in Philippians right after that, where it says, forgetting what is behind, I press on <laughs> to attain. Not that I've already attained it, Paul said, but I press on toward the calling for which Christ Jesus has called me heavenward. It's, those are so inspiring, but these got we've got to get them back out. Right. And get them in our eyesight and reload our vision with the core, core matters of essential importance. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> well, that's so inspiring and, and encouraging. Um, and thank you for what you do for, for ministers in that regard. Okay. Well, let's take the next step then, JD. And let me ask this question as a follow-up. 
going along with what you said, why should ministers keep going and not give up? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you the number one reason is because you're called. There's a calling on your life. The calling is alive. No matter what you have faced and are facing, there is an active calling and assignment. And number two, I would say, it may be number one too. You're chosen. <laughs> Remind yourself, you didn't choose this. Right. You didn't choose Jesus' call. He chose you. Right. And even, right. even better, he appointed you to go and bear fruit fruit that will last and that's it i mean that's you have this is this whole first love thing it's like let's remember remember your calling right we you know that that's a that's a bedrock place that we can fall all the way back to that but we can't go past that right 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 Don't quit. you can't Amen. give up Amen. never give up jimmy v never give up that's right that's right well, listener, thanks for listening in today. Remember to listen to part B of my interview with J.D. Walt. <laughs>